In today's episode, we do a Google autocomplete interview with ourselves. So stand by, true believers. Another meta episode of You're Not My Father is here. Welcome back to You're Not My Father, the best family-friendly podcast from Alaska and this side of Anchorage. I'm your host, Thomas Brando Greenman. So we've been doing a lot of podcasting this season on You're Not My Father. And so what an amazing season three we've had. Uh, we've almost reached 1,000 listens, which is pretty epic by our standards <laughs> because our standards are so low. Uh, but we've seen and done so much in this season, uh, not just me personally, but you and me and the show. So we've explored all sorts of situations, advice, feelings, stories, and more. We've even had a few laughs here and there, which is great. So I saw a format on YouTube called Google, Google, I always have a problem saying that word, Google Autocomplete Interview. And since I'm not famous enough to warrant my own Google searches, I thought I'd double trip down on the advice and answer some of Google's trending searches. So basically, we did some searching on Google and the most common searches or trending searches are what we're going to answer. And they are father related or somewhat sort of related. So anyway, buckle up your seatbelt, true believers, grab yourself a tasty beverage and let's get ready to do it. All right, so the first question in the uh, Google Google <laughs> autocomplete interview, how do dads? Well, how do dads? That's that's a great uh, that's a great question. I don't know if I can answer that one. Next one is how do dads dress? Well, I've got to say, um, dads typically do dress a certain kind of way, um, and I guess it depends on what age group that you're in. But you typically are going to see. Uh, <laughs> Not what most teenagers or kids are going to be wearing, um, not unless they're having a midlife crisis, and sometimes that can happen. But um, for what I wear, how do dads dress? I would say um, during the day, probably pretty conservatively, um, whenever you're going to work and whatnot. Um, definitely probably uh, khakis, <laughs> in a lot of ways, khakis, jeans, uh, a polo, a button-up shirt, um, nowadays it, for me, it's typically a nice pair of tennis shoes. Um, sometimes a blazer, typically not a tie. Um, outside of that, it's something really comfortable. Um, maybe some jeans, some shorts, flip flops, t-shirt. Um, very typical for me to have tennis shoes, jeans, and some kind of heavy metal band t-shirt or some kind of witty, funny, t-shirt in general and probably a hat 
And I would say on average, the average uh, white dad probably is like that. And um, yeah, I, I would say that it's, it's probably not pervasive across all different cultures, but um, you're, you're getting the drift of it. So how do dads inspire you? Well, that's a great question. I think dads inspire me because they've got a lot of great knowledge and information locked away um, and experiences that I probably haven't um, been able to have privy to, or maybe I just completely ignored because I was too busy running my life and not caring what fathers uh, were trying to pass on to me. So yeah, they inspire me every day. How do dads talk? Wow. Um, I'm going to tell you this way. Dads will talk in the uh, PC politically correct way most of the time. Um, but you get away from the average people and you get, you know, close in between them and their buddies. And there's F bombs being dropped, all kinds of stuff. The language definitely takes a, uh, a nosedive in the culture realm. Uh, it gets pretty salty really quick. So how do dads get custody? Oh my God. I just reading this, just, it kind of hurts my heart. Um, I know that there's a lot of dads out there who unfortunately get labeled badly, poorly. Um, and all they really want to do is be a father to their children and they run into some, some horrible situations. So unfortunately I can't really answer that one. The best thing I can tell you is, is just get educated, keep loving your kids. Um, Try not to hate and be abusive or angry. Just try to be the best dad that you can for your kids um, during whatever custody issues that you have. All right, next question. How do dads feel about their daughters? Um, oh, geez, this is, this is another great one. Um, we love our daughters, dads in general. We love our daughters. They're little princesses. And whenever they become teenagers, you know, we all start having these, like, what's going to happen? Because admittedly, as dads, we knew what we were doing as teenage boys with teenage girls. And uh, we don't want any of that. <laughs> we don't want any of that to happen to our daughter. Unfortunately, you really can't control that. Um, but that's essentially how we think about our daughters at that Beyond that, I'm, I'm not really sure, but I, I can tell you this, I, I want to be proud of my daughter. Yeah, she's she means a lot to me. How do dads bond with babies? So um, I'll, I'll give you the best advice I could give. Um, and I got this from Arnold Schwarzenegger, believe it or not. Uh, this, this is going to sound weird. So um, I was reading his autobiography, and he was talking about how his first kid, um, and I don't recall their names, was very attached to his his wife at the time, Maria Shriver, and he really longed to have that bond with his his kids. And I ran into that same type of situation with my firstborn, uh, Sophia. That you know she was heavily attached to my wife, and she really, me and her didn't really have a relationship really for a long time. And one of the things that Arnold talks about in his book is essentially that being a really good father means that you need to jump in there and change those diapers, do everything for that child, 
and let them sleep on top of you, just give that physical touch bond and connect with them. Um, and you just have to read the book for all the details. But for me, I try to do that as much as possible with my son. My wife will probably tell you, no, I did not change as many diapers as he's alluding you to. So I'm going to tell you that is correct. <laughs> How do dads apply for paternity leave? Um, in today's age, you should just ask for it. Um, you know, it's, it's 2022. People have definitely gotten a, a, a lot more conscious about families and, and the leave that they need to have with, with their kids. So just ask for it. If it's not already in your employee handbook as a business owner, I would tell you, look in your employee handbook and see what it is. Um, it might be pretty easy for you if it's complicated and they don't take, they won't allow you to do that. Um, my suggestion is that, um, well, if you're planning this ahead, maybe find a different job. Yeah, if they're not wanting you to take care of your children, chances are you're probably not with a really good company. So that would be my advice. What's the best way to earn GRT rewards? I have no idea. I think GRT is some kind of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin-like type thing. Um, I wouldn't know. But what you could do is you could ask Google. There's probably an answer for that. What's the best way to learn Spanish? Um, so I have taken uh, a liking to a particular app. It's called Duolingo. And Duolingo is a uh, freemium type of app. But it's, it gamifies uh, language. And so recently, um, in the past month or two, I've been learning Italian. Um, Italian has been pretty interesting. And so using the app um, and Italian and Spanish are very similar. Uh, have a, they share a root language. Um, I would say it's, it's definitely the way to go. Um, but it can be a little stressful. It will uh, definitely want you to <laughs> play every day, multiple times a day. And, um, and if you don't, it will, it will haunt you like a diet app. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one. What is the best way to clean your ears? Um, I will tell you categorically, the Q-tip is not the best way to clean your ears. Um, and so this is, this is actually a really good question. Anything that you do to, that pushes earwax into your ear, um, is not cleaning your ear. It's only going to give you more problems. Now, at one point I had a fascination and I use that word very heavily fascination. I was kind of fascinated with that ear canal and what was going on. And from the ads I've seen online, there's many people out there that are just like me. Chances are you're probably one of them um, that have a fascination with what's really going on in your ear canal. Well, it is complicated and what you do not want to do is use Q-tips on it. Um, there's um, like a hydrogen peroxide type of um, cleaning syringe bulb, if you will. When I say syringe, it does not have a needle. Um, and what you do is you'll, you'll heat that solution up and you just kind of follow the instructions and you'll squirt this into your ear. And essentially you're kind of letting it break up some of that earwax and then you're tilting your head out and you're flushing that out of your ear. Now, at one point, whenever I was using Q-tips, I had to go to the doctor because I kept having earaches. And they gave me the same advice. And they actually did a more powerful flush, if you will. And you would not believe the crap that came out of my ear. 
And I say crap because it looked like crap. Um, it was gross. And also, simultaneously, intriguing. <laughs> um, so that is the better way to do it. Now, if you experience any pain or discomfort whenever you do that, it's better for you to leave that to a medical professional. Um, but most doctors, offices, and clinics can typically do that type of thing. You don't necessarily have to go to a specialist. Um, I also use something called an, I think it's a earwax scoop. <laughs> so I have a, um, I think it's essentially, it's a manicure kit or grooming kit. And one of them is this little kind of flat metal spoon. It's very small and the end of it kind of has like a little spoon type of thing. And the reason why I know what this is, is because I'm a history fan, as you probably already know. And one of the uh, treasures that was found on an ancient Spanish treasure galleon, I think it was the Atocha, uh, was this insane looking dragon peacock looking gold device. And it was like a multi-tool. It was like a necklace, but it also had an earwax scoop. And I was like, what is that? So I did some research and I found out what it was. I was like, well, that's interesting. And so... It's not as uncommon as what you would think it is, but essentially what you're doing is is you're putting the spoon in and you're gently scooping some of that earwax out. Now it's metal and it could essentially hurt you, so you really want to be super, super careful. And uh, am I advocating that you do this? Probably not, because um, I am not a medical professional, but it's something that if you were educated enough on, it could work for you. Next question. What's the best way to break up with somebody? <laughs> My first answer would be honesty. Now, this is where we talk about fathers talking amongst themselves. Um, the PC answer is honesty. The uh, secondary answer is you want to calculate that very, very carefully. Some people do not take um, breakups very well. Now, this is, I, I would say, for younger people, Emotionally, you can be hormonally driven and have may not be able to take things the best way. And this also applies for adults as well. Now, this is both men and women, so I'm not making any kind of gender assumptions. But um, you want to be careful with it. Um, obviously, if you're emotionally involved with somebody, you want to take care in the way that you in that relationship. So... Consider your options. Don't make any hasty decisions. Um, sometimes it may feel better to do that, but my recommendation is to consider your options before you make some kind of drastic thing. Um, and certainly, you would want to make it, uh, and you would want to make it as nice as possible without having to overburden yourself with it. Um, relationships are two-way street. Um, you do not have to, you're not responsible for them unless you are in a very deeply committed relationship. And that's a whole different thing. Um, what's the best way to sleep? Um, I can't tell you what the best way to sleep is, but I've, I am with some very basic principles. You want to be comfortable. And when I say comfortable, a mattress and pillows that, um, you're, you're comfortable with. Um, consistently, not just one night, but all nights. So it's kind of like the Goldilocks zone, not too firm, not too soft. It's just right. Um, as I've gotten older, I preferred more of a firm 
mattress and firmer pillows. Um, I, I think soft does feel well, like it's it's kind of intriguing and interesting, but um, certainly soft, super soft pillows do not do much for your back or other aches and pains and stuff like that. So I would say you need to find comfort first. Second one is going to be temperature regulation. I always like to sleep with a fan on me. Um, I typically will get hot and then I'll get cold. So multiple blankets, it's kind of like being outside, you know, wear layers, <laughs> have your layers and just kind of move your way throughout the night. If that is what you do. Some people just fall asleep and they never move. I am a, I am like a pancake. I need to be on this side. Then I need to be on this side. And typically if I sleep on one side all night long, I will feel sore. So for me, it's, I have my own routine. I know what works best for me. And if I try to deviate too far outside of it for too long, I'll get sore and achy. And yeah, so that's my recommendation. Best way to sleep. Oh, also, um, don't do anything in bed unless it's just sleep especially if you're having sleeping problems. Don't go to bed and watch TV or hang out and just chill out in your bed. Um, that's only going to make your sleeping pattern worse. So um, if you have sleeping problems, use your bed for one thing, sleeping, and maybe something else. Okay, what's the next question? What is the best way to whiten your teeth? <laughs> um, this has changed quite a bit here recently. So there's lots of different toothpaste out there, um, cleaning tools. Um, I've seen something recently, I think it's via Colgate, and it's almost like a nail polish you put on your teeth, but um, it lasts for the night and kind of whitens your teeth faster. I haven't tried it myself, but um, whitening toothpaste typically works. Staying away from coffee, tea, uh, sodas, syrup, oh, um, but yeah typically you need some help and so there's lots of products out there that, that do that very well what's the best way to lose belly fat um contrary to popular opinion you're not going to lose belly fat you will lose weight across your whole body um, your body does not pack all the fat into your belly um you know it it Puts it in different places. Now there may be more that accumulates in that area, but certainly the best way to lose fat from that region is to lose fat all over. So exercise, calorie reduction, um, being active, that's the best way. Um, again, not a licensed physician, but as a person who has <laughs> been fat and skinny and fat and skinny so many times over the course of my life, that's how you do it. <laughs> Fat all over. Lose it all. What is the best way to file taxes? Um, TurboTax has been in the news recently about some um, shady business practices and whatnot. But overall, I still feel like TurboTax is probably one of the better ways to file your taxes and do it. Um, they certainly make it convenient. And they're also not a sponsor. Not in any way. Um, I've been using them for a long time. Um, I think in one of our recent tax episodes in the past few months, we uh, we talked about that. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that's probably one of the best ways to do it electronically via TurboTax or a comparable service that offers that type, type of thing. But TurboTax is definitely, um, their product definitely stands out, I think. 
Um, what is the best way to reheat pizza? Um, I am on an ongoing journey, an odyssey of sorts, climbing the tallest mountain, trying to figure out what is pizza and why, <laughs> why it tastes so good and what's the best way to cook it, clean it, well, not clean it, but reheat it. Um, my shoot from the hip answer right now, Insta fryer or air fryer. Um, you can put a couple slices of pizza in there, put it in the Insta fryer, just throw it in that bucket or fryer basket, hit a button and just let it ride for a little bit. And it will be amazing. And the great thing is, is with that oil, um, you almost get that pizza hut pan pizza type of feel to it. So you're getting that extra fat that kind of gets into the pizza or, you know, kind of, you know, fries in whatever oil it might be coming out of the pizza. So honestly, I think that's the best way. Um, second way would be toaster oven, uh, just because it's small, convenient and, uh, easier to preheat. All right. Next set of questions. How do you, how do you do, how do you take a screenshot? Um, there is a uh, print screen button in windows that you can typically do that. There's also some things where, um, it's called, um, what is it? Snipping tool in windows that will allow you to take a very cultured specific screenshot more often on your phones, like the Apple phones, it is the power button. I think the top volume button, Android, something similar, um, Samsung, that type of stuff. Um, but if you're going to do it in windows, windows, the snipping tool is probably the best way. Um, it's actually built into it. Doesn't cost you anything. How do you say, hmm, I'm not sure <laughs> in English, I would say, how do you say, <laughs> how do you pronounce, um, with my mouth? I'm not sure. This one seems a little weird. Um, how do you get invited to the Met Gala? Um, I have seen a bunch of pictures of the Met Gala. I would assume from the pictures that I've seen that you have to be rich, influential, Hollywood, something along those lines. I saw Elon Musk, which would be rich and influential, um, and famous, um, movie stars, that type of stuff. So I think that's how you get invited. <laughs> uh, if you don't fall into any of those categories, I think you probably are not going to go. Um, how do you die from mental illness? Wow, that's a sad story. Um, there's lots of different ways that you could die from mental illness. Um, typically, if you're suffering from some type of issue related to your mental faculties, it's typically going to be self-harm in some way, as in that person. Or if you're having one of these issues, you're going to... Um, it could be suicide. It could be putting yourself in danger. Um, and then whatever that danger is that could, that could kill you or other things. Um, either way, if you're, if you're, if you have a mental problem, there's tons of help out there. Um, try something different. Um, my suggestion would be is to get out of your comfort zone, explore the world, do fascinating, interesting things. Um, I think I suffered a lot from mental illness when I was younger. Um, not to say, not to say that my suffering is greater or less than anybody else's out there, but, but I struggled with certain things. And I think a lot of that was due to my environment and not being able to escape from it. 
and being in just for lack of a better term, an uncultured place and being stuck there um, without much supervision. So um, people need each other and getting out and exploring and tasting, smelling, feeling, bathing, (laughs) running, jumping, swimming, you know, any of those things are the things that make life worthwhile and if you, for whatever reason, you can't do that, there's other ways of experiencing it and getting past it um, if you have any other kind of difficulty. So I would say reach for life. Ask for help. Somebody will help you. Um, how do you play Wordle? <laughs> I see people post their Wordles on social media, and at this point I'm too afraid to ask how it works. I think it's like a Scrabble thing. I don't really know um yeah yeah i'm slightly interested but just not interested enough to try it myself how do you say seal in french i have no idea um i I will take a casual stab at this and say la seal (laughs) but i don't know the things people ask google uh next question how do you find the area of a circle um i think it's Use pi divided by the circumference. I'm not sure. Um, geometry wasn't my my strong point, and I'm not going to butcher that mathematics anymore. Um, <laughs> we're going to what is up? So what is up with Russia? I bet everybody in this world wants to know what is up with Russia. What the hell is going on with Russia? Um, honestly, I don't know. I, f- I feel like if my hot take on Russia is that, um, well, a couple things. Either they have a strong paranoia about NATO, and so Ukraine and other uh, states in Europe having expressed interest in being a part of NATO has really got their paranoia ticking and whatnot. Or else they're really looking to secure territory in those areas. Um, I've heard theories that, you know, Russia is essentially wanting to reassert the old Soviet Union in some way. So I'm not sure. I don't know if anybody really knows except for Vladimir Putin. Um, what is up with Boris Johnson's hair? Um, you know, I don't like politics that much. Um, I prefer to think of it as more of an entertaining thing than anything, but Boris Johnson's hair does remind me kind of 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 Donald Trump <laughs> in that um, it, it's probably a little bit past his time um, and he it does weird things and there it is. And I've got a cat meowing. So what is up with what of these cat noises? And it's because I have two kittens that we just got. Um, what is up with Ukraine? Um, honestly, I don't know... <laughs> How to answer that? They're being invaded by Russia, and their lifestyle is being horribly turned upside down. Um, it's 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 definitely a challenge. Um, what is up with Disney? Disney is having all kinds of issues as well, and we're going to take a pause here and see if we can get these kitties to calm down. Actually, they may have calmed down already. I think they got bored. Great, just like other kids. Uh, what is up with Disney? Um, Disney, uh, 
I guess Disney is um, being a little bit more kind to people and um, people's groups and Florida doesn't like it. And I think honestly, Florida is using this or DeSantis is probably using this as a, uh, a political maneuver of some sorts. Um, if that is what I'm to understand of what's going on with Disney and politics. What is up with the internet today? Um, great question. Um, the internet is simultaneously helping and destroying the human race. That is my hot take on the internet today. Um, it is doing both, <laughs> uh, probably equally, or at least, um, mostly equally. Uh, what is up with Wordle? I, I don't know. I mean, is it Tetris and Scrabble? I don't know. Um, it certainly does seem to be popular. Um, what is up with Facebook? Geez, I don't know about that either. Um, I think, uh, Zuckerberg is definitely very consumed with the whole world of the metaverse. I think he's dumping a ton of money into getting and dominating the metaverse, if you will, even going so far as to renaming uh, Facebook's parent company Meta or Facebook in general. I'm not sure exactly how that works. Um, but yeah, well, we'll see. Next question. What is up with the moon tonight? Um, I don't know. I mean, so I live in Alaska. Sometimes the uh, planetary normalcies, if you will, of things in the lower 48 and the rest of the world sometimes don't seem to apply up here. Case in point, 75% of the 24 hours that we have in our allotted day is daylight now. So very little um, true darkness, actually no real true darkness at all here in Anchorage. Um, and yeah, so I don't know, but we have had a lot of great, um, Northern lights. So that part's been pretty cool, but unfortunately I don't know what's going on with the moon. What is up with Elizabeth Holmes's voice? I do not know who Elizabeth Holmes is. And that's all I've got to say about that. Um, I would assume that it's, Either really deep or really squeaky, 50%. Who is Doja Cat? Uh, I would say this is probably a singer, <laughs> an anime character. Um, I'm not sure. Who is Cat Noir? Uh, see my previous answer. I would say probably that. Who is Cartoon Cat? Um, I would imagine maybe the same answer. I guess that's probably a bit of a cop-out. Um, but yeah, I, I really don't know. Um, who is the richest person in the world? I don't know if that is Elon Musk at this point or if that is um, Bill Gates or somebody else. I'm not really keeping tabs on that. Who is responsible for a fence? A fence. Um, I think really technically that can be one or two different things. Um if the fence is on your property, I would say that you're definitely responsible for it. But if it falls on the property line, um, it is probably something more of a responsibility between both owners, or at least coming to some kind of agreement of both property owners of who that fence um, is adjacent to. Um, 
personally, I have a fence and it's going to need some repairs probably next few years. And honestly, the first thing I would probably do is go talk to my neighbors and tell them, you know, Hey, this fence is on my property. If that's what really is. Um, and this is what I want to do to repair it. I think it helps us both. Would you allow me access to your property for me to do this? And I'd be happy to check in with you when I do. Now, if that's not the case, um, and it's on both of your property lines, um, let's just hope that you have a sane neighbor who's willing to work with you on it. Who is the oldest person alive? That I don't know. I think the oldest person alive recently just died the other day. Uh, she might have been in France. Here we go with the fence thing. Who is responsible for fence repair? Well, I think we just answered that. Um, how do you make a paper airplane? Um, there's lots of different ways to do it. Um, some of them are very simple. I think the more interesting thing I saw the other day was a paper airplane that also had a paper launcher that was folded up and that it would propel the airplane, the paper airplane itself, further in better trajectory. So that was cool. How do you make slime? Um, if Sophia was here, she could tell you. I think it's um, glue, like white Elmer's glue and some other kind of chemical and dye. And I think it's fairly easy and mostly non-toxic. So there you go. How do you make money on YouTube? You and me both, buddy. I wish I could answer that one for you. Um, actually, I can't answer that one for you. Um how you make money on YouTube is um, via likes, um, views, um, subscriptions. And once you get into a monetize, monetized, um, your account is monetized. Essentially, you've hit these um, statistical thresholds like so many views, so many subscribers, so many hours of content viewed or, or whatnot. Um, then it opens up for monetization and based off the number of views, like you get so much money per um, view, that type of stuff. Um, it is not the, uh, I've got a YouTube channel. I make money ease of use. You have to craft whatever it is um, or leapfrog from some kind of viral video type of event. Um, it is not as easy as what everybody makes it out to be. And the money that you're making is, Probably not as much as what you would make at a normal job if you are making what little money. So it's just like show business. It's not as rare as Hollywood, but um, it's definitely not making millionaires out of everybody who gets a YouTube account. Let's put it that way. How do you make an NFT? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I should know what an NFT, and I think that is a financial thing, but... In this case, I'm not sure, so we're going to skip it. How do you make buttermilk? This one I actually know. Um, you can actually take um, heavy cream or milk and actually put a certain amount of um, lemon in it to kind of curdle it. Um, it's not going to taste exactly like buttermilk. Um, my wife prefers Belgian buttermilk whenever she's making waffles or, or other breads or or whatnot, but um, there is some some hacks that you can do to do that. How do you make money on TikTok? Um, I am not sure. I think that you can monetize that account. It's probably very similar to YouTube, that there's a monitor 
a monetization threshold that you have to achieve first. Um, and then you can make money off of it. But um, yeah, just probably very similar. How do you make marshmallows? I don't know, but marshmallows originally, um, the name Marsh actually came out of a swamp. And believe it or not, the those types of marshmallows that are the original marshmallows actually um, can be used as a cough suppressant. And I think that that would be great. Why, sh why aren't we making more marshmallows that are actually coming out of a swamp? That can be used as a cough suppressant. I would rather have that than cough syrup any day. How do you make glue? Um, I think glue can be used, can be made out of old leather. Um, I think it can be made out of lots of different things, but um, there's certainly different ways to do it. How do you make cheese? Um, you can take um, really um, fatty milk, so skim milk or 2% um, probably is not going to yield any results at all because there's no fat in it hardly or no fat at all. Um, or heavy cream or cream, and essentially you're going to um, work it like, like beat it. <laughs> Um, we did this in uh, elementary school one year, and it was pretty interesting. Um, so I think essentially what that's called is like a farmer's cheese whenever it's been plunged or, or beat or mixed. Um, and so you're separating the uh, the uh, whey from the curd. And so um, it's kind of like a cottage cheese, um, something similar. It's not going to be... It's not going to have the uh, levels of spice or other things that you would see in there as well. I, I think typically to make cheese of that nature, you need something called um, retin, I think. I think I'm saying that correctly. Um, it's a uh, byproduct of a sheep's stomach or I think a cow's stomach. Um, and that particular chemical will interact and it will essentially get you to a cheese area. Um, again, YouTube, probably best place for that. Not me. If you're getting cheese making advice from me, you've gotten the wrong channel. <laughs> um, so that's it for this episode. Um, yeah, you've gotten a, a whole bunch of random information from me. Hopefully some of it was beneficial and maybe, um, actually usable. <laughs> I'd like to think, um, so I think this is going to be the last episode of this season. We may end up taking a break for a week or two, um, but I think probably the, this will be the last episode of, of season three, um, kind of to celebrate what we think is going to be our, our thousandth listen. I can't even talk. Um, so season four is going to be radically different, or maybe not too different, but... Um, I think we're going to stick with this kind of shortened type format. Less, uh, less babbling for me. And, um, yeah, we'll just make it a, um, we'll see what goes on. <laughs> you have to listen to find out what's going on in season four. So with that, I want to thank everyone who has made season, season, season three, a success. Um, I've been extremely humbled and, it's made me feel amazingly well, you know, in the grand scheme of things, a thousand listens 
for our podcast in season three, essentially, or however many episodes we have, which I don't even know. Um, it's it's hard to say where where should we should be at success level, um, but I think really my success is saying you know hey these people are actually coming back and listening and that's you guys, uh, guys girls whoever, um, so yeah thank you, just you spending a, any time coming back and listening to my show, is what makes me want to do this, um, so thank you. I'll kind of go back to saying it. Even if it's just one person, I'll keep doing it. Um, but anyway, um, some social media call outs. I'm on Twitter at that T green man. Um, but we're also on Apple. Well, the podcast is Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor. We're on Facebook. Um, just take a search for us. Um, I have been doing a lot of tweeting recently, but maybe not as much as what I'd probably like to, but, um, if there's any time that you want to suggest or make a suggestion for the show, um, email is really good. Y N M F show at gmail.com. And as you can tell, all this last bit was totally unscripted and <laughs> next season, maybe things will be a little bit more scripted and, uh, professional. Actually they will be. Um, but that's it. That's it. If you uh, if you like this podcast, uh, if you found it useful, give us a thumbs up. Tell us your friends. If you didn't like it, um, keep it to yourself. <laughs> but that's it for us. Um, so we're definitely fans of you. Thank you for getting us to where we are. Um, it's been an amazing season three. Thanks, everybody. Take it easy. Stay positive, And remember, good vibes only.